Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another. I was going to, I'm not even tell you what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> success, Ladypreneur, Kick-Ass Ladypreneur podcast with my ever beautiful and gorgeous, magnificent, magical <laughs> unicorn of a bestie, <laughs> Therese Tucker. I was like, where? <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank, thank you for that amazing introduction. I'm happy to be here with you. We got some, uh, we got some interesting topic. I was going to say topics, but I guess, you know, who knows what comes out of this. I got my coffee. I'm refueled, by the way. It's only 6 p.m. and I'm on another cup of coffee. I got the water. <laughs> totally the water. Anyway, um, as the, some of you would have seen, we, we came up with a topic today, which was all about, you know, are you feeling, and we've noticed a few people saying this, are you feeling the, the, the fear of, you know, what if what all this work that I'm doing is actually not making a difference? Uh, am I actually ever going to make it? We're seeing that being resonated through many of our tribes and groups. So I'm going to throw it to Teresa to kind of start off the discussion. What the fuck is going on? And Bloop. <laughs> yeah, no, this is just an energy that <clears throat> I noticed. I noticed it within myself and I noticed it within other people, especially uh, I put that question out yesterday and I got a lot of response back that people were like, yes, I feel this. So the feeling I got was sort of, it's not hopelessness, but it was a sense of whatever I'm trying to accomplish, my sole purpose, my career path, um, my business my business, what I'm, put at, what I'm putting out in the world. I feel like uh, a lot of people are resonating with this idea that I'm working so hard and I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. I'm, not, I'm starting to worry that there won't be a return on my investment, <laughs> right? Like the ROI, that's kind of the, the, the you know, um, what's the word? Initials of the week, yeah, ROI, return on investment. <laughs> Which is something, you know, as a business owner, we're constantly needing to take stock of, you know, the things we put money into, is there going to be a return on investment? Is the, the course of program we're in, is that going to get a return on investment? This is something we need to be fully conscious of. So when it comes to our business, our passion project, our career, it's certainly coming up very strong right now. It's like, God, is all this action and all this effort that I'm putting in actually worth it? Right. And the, the visual I kind of see... And I saw with other people too, was this idea of like scaling a wall that seems to have no top, right? You're mm -hmm. just constantly scaling. And the fear is what if there isn't anything up there? What if I'm just going to be constantly climbing this thing, uh, struggle, stress, and strain all the way up and nothing is going to come back. And as we asked this question as a group yesterday, uh, the answer that we got back or that I heard where I was like, yes, uh, they, they made some really strong points. And when I say they, I'm talking about the non-physical team that I always reach out to the team that Rach and I are connected to. And all of us really, we're, we all are connected to this gorgeous non-physical energy that will answer. When you ask the right question, you'll get a good answer. <laughs> so the question was, is it possible to put in so much effort and not get a return? And, and they said, no, that's the fee. That's the fear. And the answer we got back was no, that's not possible because it is not, it is, um, it's kind of against universal nature and nature itself. So nature, you've heard us say this many times, it's cyclical, it's a cycle, a circle. 
Um, so to put something out there and not have anything come back would be an incomplete cycle. And, you know, for all the things that, that nature provides and offers or the universe provides and offers, one of the things they like is um, resolution. Has to have, there, for every action, there is an equal reaction. For every cause, there is an effect. So for everything you put out, something comes back. Possibly what's happened, there's a couple of things that are happening. Before I go into that, I want to just like open it up to rage. So, how does that make me feel when you kind of remember that? <laughs> yeah, and that's, I mean, a big part of all my coaching journey has always said that there's this big cause and effect, and taking action does have an effect. Um, the thing I want to point out for people to remember is that we don't always see in our, right in front of us, the effect of what we do. So we might put something out as a post and while it doesn't bring back an automatic, you know, thousand people are booking into our training, what it might be doing or more likely is doing is connecting with someone and they're going, huh, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that before. You know, they may not buy in that moment. We know this. You've got to be in front of them seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve times before they go build up enough trust to go, oh, okay, actually, I do want to go with that person. Or, hey, my friend, she knows she wants something like that. Hey, I'm going to recommend you to them. So while they don't always see a direct um, effect from the things that we do, everything we are doing is having an effect. Absolutely. Um, and the, so then we start breaking this down by, if you understand that the very course of nature, the very course of the universe is that for every effort you put out, something comes back. That's when you start looking at, well, the quality of what you're giving out. Because another truism is what you give is what you get. So that's when we start looking at the quality of our effort. And this can be really tough. This is another, you know, there's a lot of um, proverbs that are coming to mind right now because this is where the proverb of working smarter versus working harder gets in because you could be hustling your ass off, but you're not doing the quality of work that's going to get you the return you're looking for. So that's one part of it. So let's break down that part first before we go into the other. That's so for a second. I know. Right. Yeah. Um, gosh, I was around one trying to thought, what was it again? Okay, so when we're talking about this, that, you know, what you give is what you get. So then we have to start looking at the quality of what we're giving. Yeah, and we, we talk about a lot, this a lot in our, our success circle. It's this idea of you know, if you're doing too much action, then it's, you go into lead into overwhelm, overwhelm and burnout very quickly. So then it's very coming back and listening to your intuition for the guidance, for the go light to go, who do this action. Those actions are going to have the most cause and effect that you're able to see and measure. <laughs> I don't know how loud it is for you guys, but it's really loud on this side. Oh, it's, it's oh, good. <laughs> it's resonant. We'll mm -hmm. say that it has a lot of resonance. He is my screamo screecho child. God love him. I'm sure that could make him money one day. Anyway, I know that's, that's yeah. what I keep thinking about with my son too. I'm like, mm, this must be connected to soul purpose being this loud. 
has to be. So yeah, it's, it's not just about taking action and doing action, action, action to do, to kick the cause and effect into play. It's about choosing the right actions, the inspired actions that is going to give you the most bang for buck. Remember this return on investment, you're looking at it over the action cycle as well, picking the things that are going to get you the most momentum and response versus just taking any action for action's sake and hoping that something's going to stick at some point, it's going to come back. And there's a secret here. There's a way to know what's going to move you forward the most. Are you ready? You're going to hate me. Please don't hate me. I'm just the I messenger. Will love you. I will love you. No <laughs> I'm just what. the messenger. And I, if, if I could change the way this works, I would. Yeah, okay? Rach knows this. <laughs> the way to know what quality of work, which one is the quality work, is the one you're in resistance to doing. I know, I know. It's where we have resistance. And Rach knows, <laughs> Rach knows I've struggled with this, especially she's been helping like talk me through my whole uh, Etsy store upgrade. And she, she had to, you know, basically promise, I had to uh, commit to her <laughs> that I'd high fiber at the end of a day to get something out and done because I'd been sitting on it for weeks and in so much resistance and pain around it. Um, I was probably making it more important than it has to be, which we do that. Um, but also because some part of me knows um, that this is stretching myself. This is growing in a, a new direction. And we, I think one of the things that will help you move forward is just admitting where you like to be comfortable. Like I, I get it. Like I want my return on investment where I'm at, like with the work I've done with everything I've done, I would like the return of investment just where I'm at. And the universe is like, that's nice. But if you what you're asking for doesn't match vibrationally, the uh, amount of effort you're putting in. And I'm, you know, I was in tears a few times going, but it put so much effort in and they're like, that's great. It's not the right effort. It's like, there's other things here. That you need to consider. Um, so the secret is to stop chasing your tail is to look at where, what are you resisting right now? So Rach, can you give me some examples of what that might look like? Yeah. So resisting, like we know as a business, you have to do marketing. You I mean, you, you can, it's great to do the energy work. You can sit there and do the energy work, but ultimately you're still going to have take, have to take some kind of action. So it's the action there where you're feeling like, oh, you know, that, that's what needs to be done. But the resistance is fear. What if it doesn't work? That's the resistance right. we're talking about. Not the resistance of that actually doesn't feel right. That's not really resistance. That's guidance, just so it's clear. So, yeah, it's the, it's the if you think about what are the actions that are going to, and you can ask really good questions, you know, what action can I take that's going to give me the most visibility and have the most amount of clients sign with me today? And then mm -hmm. see what comes through. And it's going to be something like, well, get on Facebook, go and do a Facebook Live, which is exactly what I'll get told. Go and do a Facebook Live. <laughs> and then you will. <laughs> <laughs> then that's where the resistance comes up. When you know it's like, oh, yeah, I should. Oh, I don't ever want to do that because of Suddenly, that. I don't have enough, like, I need to put makeup on. I just need to do my hair. Oh, what if they see my house? Blah, blah, blah. I need to clean this and that. And it's that kind of stuff that takes you out of it. So, I, I totally agree. You know, it's the resistance we're looking for here is that I know I should, but that that's the resistance, right? So it's not the thing that like Rach was saying that takes you 
makes you have that uh, sick to your stomach feeling. Like that's just, that's a no. <laughs> so it's the scary but exciting oh fuck moment rather than the holy mm -hmm. shit, no, I'm going to die. Pop stuff. Right. And we, and we are all intuitive. So we know those, we know the quality of those moments because there is a bit of excitement. I'm sure even Rach, even you might, she might not admit it, but there's a bit of excitement with the idea of what if I did it and it worked, right? Like that comes in and it's like, what if I did that and it worked? Um, that shows you that there's like an intuitive nudge to that's a yes, <laughs> right? The resistance is uh, right after yes is all the excuses that we make to keep us from doing that. It's too late in the day. It's blah, blah, blah. It's blah, 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 blah. I don't have the right words. I don't know what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. No one's going to want to hear that. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's like, I, whatever, you know, I'll do it when I get the right lighting or blah, blah, blah. There's so many little, uh, the, in, the interesting thing with resistance is it's not that, uh, it's not as obvious, right? It's a bunch of rational excuses. <laughs> oh, they're totally rational, very justifiable. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, and it usually takes somebody outside of you going, uh, bullshit. <laughs> that's, that, that's bullshit. <laughs> you can do it. Um, okay. So going back, so we were talking about the quality of what you give is what you get. Oh, damn it. The other one is like slipping my brain. That's what it sounds like. What's that? Starts with sounds like. I know, right? Um, mm, well, just the fact that, oh, so let's go back to the idea of this, this insurmountable wall or the idea of what if there isn't a return and where that idea is coming from. And truly that's an idea. And I think that's kind of the hint, right? If <laughs> it's this idea that there's nothing coming back what part of you do you think is most likely to talk like that? I know Rach knows. Okay. Well, I'll hold my tongue so everybody else can catch up. You think about that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Rach, tell him. <laughs> uh, to me, it's that subconscious part. It's that subconscious fear. It's all fear. It's not the real, real, it's not your soul. It's not that part of you that knows what's possible. It's that fear, that subconscious, that monkey chatter, that's in there. Right. It's that it's the mind intelligence who's running, trying to run the show. Mm. Yeah. Right. It's the, and the mind intelligence is part of our holistic intelligence. This is what, you know, Rachel and I teach is holistic intelligence. So we're not trying to negate the mind. The mind has its job and its function, but as far as being able to see alignment to soul purpose to even get a glimpse of what's to come it it has a very limited scope because it can't um, the mind actually doesn't move forward in time it doesn't see fit for it um hypothesizes based on the past so every time you're de you're solely dependent on what the logic is telling you logic can only verify past it's looking to the past at previous events it's calculating how much effort you put in the past and what the return was there and trying to calculate what you're doing now and project to what's going to come next but it actually that's not where um intuition is now i know this is odd to say that right because we've got our third eye which is uh, you know whenever we're 
we're doing intuitive work, we're seeing that and we're thinking, oh my gosh, this is, that's the intuition center. But actually there is a more prominent center, far more prominent than the mind intelligence reach. That would be the heart and soul intelligence. <laughs> and so, you know, if, you, if anyone, anyone has seen the Heart Math Institute, they talk a lot about the power of the heart versus the power of the mind and the, the, um, the energetic resonance of both those centers and that the heart is something like 60 times more potent and powerful than the mind. <laughs> like, that they can measure. They, they've even admitted that they were limited in their measuring of the field of the heart by their instruments. Their instruments could only measure so many miles out. So um, they don't even know how large the electromagnetic field of each person's heart goes. Now, Rach and I have both, you know, done work in energy and we've taken, taken many people through energy work and we know it goes as fucking far as it wants to. I mean, it's infinite. Other side of the earth and then some. Right. So, and another cool fact about the heart is that it perceives, um, so all psychic ability actually starts within the heart. Um, and it gets sent to the mind. Now, there's a couple cool things about this. One, the, the vega nerve that connects the heart and the brain, but the nerve that goes up from the heart to the brain is also larger than the nerve that comes down from the brain and connects to the heart. So more information actually travels up to the brain than travels down to the heart. Um, so that's another cool bit of information. But also the heart... Um, can perceive something happening at least 0.8 seconds before the brain can register it, before it gets psychologically registered. It's already in the, the knowing. Um, so what we were, so what we like to teach people to do is to really check in with their heart to see, is it in alignment or not? Is there a return out there or not? And the heart answers very simply. You know, it's, it's right, Rach. I mean, mm. yeah, it's a very yes or a light feeling or, or no to let you know, but it's, we had it, we're talking about this this morning and you know, the, the, the heart sees the bigger picture. The heart can see the whole damn map. The head can only see what it's in front of it, but the heart, <laughs> yeah. thanks Jax. He's on board with that. He's, he agrees. So, so the heart sees the whole picture. So like Teresa was saying, when we get to those moments of will this work, is this effort worth it? Um, mm -hmm. And Teresa and I have actually got two different ways that we approach that. But is it, you know, what does the heart say? When we get out of the head, what does the heart say? Now for me, when I've had to check in with the heart because I've put in a lot of effort in this business and once before it, and I've checked in and gone, you know, is all this worth it? And I get sort of a yes, but then, the, then I start to turn it around and go, well, would I quit? Should I quit? And the heart goes, hell no, no, I can't quit. I can't give this up. This is something I, I have to do. And then the thought is like, okay, well, do I need to go and get a job? And the heart goes, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not but the But the answer. mind might say something totally different. Like, oh my God, if you don't. It's too hard. It's not happening. Maybe I should just get a job. You know, and at the, there's been times where I've needed to get a job and the heart's in complete alignment. It says, yeah, for now. It's never been a permanent thing, but it's okay for now. Let's do that because that's the right thing to do right now. So the, the heart will tell me specifically 
what's going on, what's right for me, what action I should or shouldn't take. But I have to consciously go into my heart to get the answers. Mm -hmm. And and it's also good to notice your struggle pattern, your struggle pattern, because Rach was kind of alluding to that. You know, one of the struggle, her struggle pattern might be, do I quit or stay? Right. Like the idea of I need to give up. Um, or I'm done, or I should just quit might be her struggle pattern. Whereas mine isn't, can I, <clears throat> excuse me, mine is, uh, I couldn't I even say it. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I, was, I can't even say it. That's because that's my struggle pattern. There you go. Beautifully illustrated. Thanks team. Um, it, it is a, can I, can't I issue? So when, when I go into struggle around it, uh, or resistance, my first thought is I can't do this. I can't, I don't have whatever I need to do this or the skill or what have you. When I tune into my heart, my heart is like, Oh my God, I could wake up. I eat this for breakfast. Like bring it. My heart is like, yes, you can. And yes, we will. Um, so it's interesting to note, right? Because we each have our own flavor of what defeat, I guess, or doubt, doubt, defeat, being down. I'm trying to think of D words now. <laughs> Doubt and defeat. Doubt, defeat. Yeah, no, I, I can't do any more D words. <laughs> Hopelessness. Now we get to the H words. Right. So, mm. so we'll each, you'll have your own way of your own personal brand of struggle. Um, and, but there's usually a pattern and, you know, the, the joy of getting to work with your best friend is that you get to see their pattern. Like you can see yeah. what their pattern you know. <laughs> And you can point it out at certain times mm-hmm. as gently as you possibly can. <laughs> but that's the beauty of getting to work with someone over the long term is that your pattern really doesn't change. It really doesn't. It's kind of bent. It is your flavor of struggle. So once you uh, have an awareness of that, and again, having a tribe or um, someone with you who can sense your pattern reemerging and help you see it, then you'll start to know when you start saying your struggle words, wait a second, that's just my struggle pattern, right? Or I go to Therese with this great new idea, oh, I could do this, and then it goes from this size. Well, what no? What are you referring to there? Because I kind of know, but in, oh, I don't it, mean it, like a specific. But how? Do no, you no, mean? it's a regular. It's a somewhat regular thing, which you pointed out to me a couple of times, where I, I get an idea and then it goes from a, a small idea to bigger than Ben Hur within a matter of <laughs> minutes because I'm a creator. I come up with a. It's yes. never a simple idea. It's like, oh, I start there. Oh, and then I can do this and this and this and this. And so part of like helping her through that struggle pattern is just asking her some key questions. Are you willing, you know, if that gets that big, are you willing to stick around? And, it, and she goes and then she feels into it. And she's like, yeah, no, I just really like that idea. Like I want to work on something like that. So for, for that instance, it's a matter of like feel into how committed, right? How, how much heart is in that? Um, and sometimes it's like just getting it, like she just wants to make it so that there's something made, but she doesn't necessarily want to keep it, which or I totally do, get or, that too. Or do all the pieces. I think that's mm-hmm. the other thing I've got to, I come up with the great ideas, but it's, it's, it's for really for more than one person. Right. <laughs> I can't do right. it all. So she has to ask me, can you fit that in? Uh, <laughs> or, 
or other questions around that is what do you really want? Mm. Right. I mean, just why do you want to do that? Because sometimes the, the ideas or even this is for you, you all too. When something comes to you, you know, why do you want to do that thing? Is that because, you know, now you want to explore creativity or you don't have enough creativity in your life? Do you not have enough fun things happening in your life? Do you not have enough? There's, there's usually a reason why something comes in as an idea and it sparks something in you. But if you, you're taking it to the nth degree, that's not necessarily what its purpose is. But have a look behind the, the motivation. Right. So the, so the heart basically answers yes or no. Um, but it can also tell you how committed on a soul level you are to this thing. Um, which is great because then it, what you can do is temper <laughs> that word temperance, right? You can then temper your ideas to actually fit, um, maybe what it was intended to be right? Something, something that you thought was going to be massive was really just an opportunity for you to play or it what it is massive, but it's calling you to, uh, clarify, clarify it down. So Rach, before we go into taking questions, like what, how should we guide them? How should we guide them today through this idea? So it's to sit down and to notice when you're getting to that stage of asking those questions. Will I make it? Will it, will it ever happen? And, and acknowledge the fact that you're feeling that level of hopelessness, that, you know, whatever the feelings are, just acknowledge them. Acknowledge that you're feeling that way and it's perfectly okay. And then start to ask different questions. Ask things of the heart. Let the heart be the thing that answers or the part of you that answers. You know, is this something I really want to do? You're either going to get a yes or a no. Is this something that really lights me up? Yes or a no. Is there something about this that needs to change for me to really absolutely love this? And you'll get guidance mm -hmm. on that too. Have you got any other questions that you think is perfect for that? No, I think that's perfect. So this is all about asking the smart questions because you can start immediately getting feedback. And it kind of reminds me uh, going kind of back through the topic um, about the quality of the work you're doing. If you, if you can't tell if you're doing quality work or not, or if you're kind of doing a hamster wheel of, I just keep working really hard and hoping that'll pay off. Um, some questions you can ask are, um, how can I work smarter? Um, how can I make this more profitable? What do I need to do to make this more profitable? You'll start getting answers to those questions. It, you know, the, those are the smart questions, asking how, asking um, what, the questions that start with um, those things now, and, they, and, and asking basically for a, uh, what am I trying to say? You're asking for a response, the inspired action response. If you're saying, why does this always happen? Why me? Like, why, you know, like... <laughs> That, those aren't the smart yes. questions. Why isn't it happening? Why isn't it working? These are all, you're going to get answers, but not the ones. But they're hamster wheel questions. Mm. They just yeah. keep you asking the question because you're not, um, the, the funny thing is with, with free will, I mean, so many of us, we truly do value and want our free will, but we think we don't, like we want somebody to give us the answer, but that's not the definition of free will. And free will is uh, one of the laws of the universe. So no one can come in and tamper your experiment, which is what 
you know, the universe is our life, right? As our experiment. So in order to get the, the action out, you know, the action inspiration that you're looking for, you have to ask the smart questions. How do I make this easier? How do I make more money doing this? What do I need to change to make more money? What do I need to change to reach more people? Um, what do I, what would bring more quality into my life? You know, so start thinking in those terms, like the problem solving questions, those are the ones that are going to get you the meaty results. The universe immediately starts talking. Guess what? Something might happen like you stumble upon this podcast or you, you know, you see another business that looks exactly like what you're imagining. Um, and this doesn't, this is, we're talking about it in the scope of business, but really this applies to any area of your life. Let's take it out of business for a second. And Rach, how would they apply this to relationships, which I know is another big area? How can I meet the most amazing man, woman? Uh, where are the best places to, to connect with people, even just friendships, you know, brand new friends that are going to be the perfect alignment for me? <laughs> How can I quell the pterodactyl in the house? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what can I do to entertain the babies for the me? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So as you can see there, it's these questions where you are basically priming the universe to answer you. That's what you want to think of it like. I'm priming the universe to answer me. If I don't say if I only ask, why don't I meet the man I want? Then you're just the answer you're going to get is because you're not trying or because you're in resistance. And that's, that, that might not make you feel doesn't like you can do anything with that. Give, yeah, it doesn't give the universe any direction. Whereas if you hold, pose the question, or how does this, like, one of the favorite ones is how does this get even better than this, which presupposes it's already fucking awesome. So then the universe starts to bring, it's like, oh, well, I can answer that. And it answers it through opportunities, through people, through places and events, through all of that. So if you're, Holding the question, and that's, I think, the only thing I wanted to add that around clarity around that is you, know, you may not get the answer in the second that you ask it. You may get the answer over the period of time afterwards. But if you're holding the vibration of that question or holding the question in your mind, it's going to show up. The answers are going to show up or the opportunities or the people or the connections. Synchronicity takes hold when you're holding those questions rather than, why is this happening to me? Is right. That too. And the other thing, I just got that thing back that I thought was lost. The other thing about it is that um, perhaps what you're, you're not seeing the actual return on your investment. So going back to the question of um, what, if this, what if I'm putting in all of this effort and I'm not getting a return? And what I'd like you to consider is are you only looking for a specific type of return? You know, and so um, bringing it back to business, right? You put in a bunch of effort into your business. You really start building it. You're, you're putting in all these products and you're expecting the direct return to be money, which, you know, that's not crazy. That's why most people go into business is because they want to make money for themselves. But um, return on investment in a business can show up in many ways. And uh, if you are denying all the ways that they're showing up, and like I said, they have to because of cause and effect, because what you put out, you get back. Um, 
if you are denying some of the ways that they might be showing up, you're literally blocking more from coming to you because uh, abundance is magnetic. The abundance mindset, the gratitude mindset is a magnetic mindset. So is the denial mindset. So is the lack mindset and the doubt. They're both magnetic, right? So when we don't see what we're getting, we're, we're only going to be shown more of nothing. <laughs> if we can see what we are receiving. Now, some returns come fast and some returns come slow. Um, but if you can look for and open your eyes to see places of growth. So again, I'd like to take this out of business to look at a different example, but let's talk about, again, relationships. Where are some ways we might be putting in the effort to see a return? Then the ultimate return is I have a relationship. But what are some other side benefits, some other ways that return might kick back in, Rach? And Jax? <laughs> He's my co-host. Um, it might be in you know, new connections. It might be in um, just random chance meetings of people. You, know, you might be out for a coffee and some guy just slips in, slips in your number. <laughs> oh, I'd love to catch up for coffee sometime. You just never know, but it's, it's, it's open. What about friendships? I mean, friendships things that start well. because you start reaching out, you start, like she said, expanding your circle, mm-hmm. right? So you start meeting more people and better and quality, quality people. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but if our, if we've got the blinders on and we're only looking at, um, I'm putting myself out there for a romantic relationship and I'm not getting it back. Are we really seeing all the abundance, all that's coming to us from the effort we're putting out there? No, no. And the, and that's also ex- the, um, and we talk about this a lot with manifesting. It's, it's releasing the expectation of the outcome when you're so attached to it has to show up he has to have blonde hair and he has to look like chris hemsworth because you know that (laughs) i wouldn't say no to that um you know all these limits while there's a difference between i like to say you know someone who's absolutely perfect for me would be better than trying to create the criteria taking the power or the the creativity away from the universe to bring you exactly what you want. Because if it doesn't show it, Chris Hemsworth showed up tomorrow. (laughs) Jeez. Would you say no, really? No. (laughs) But it wasn't the original. Yeah, people might put out there for a ginger. That's fine. But if if Chris Hemsworth (laughs) showed up, would you say no? No. (laughs) Right. Right. And those, um, some, well, and sometimes the things that we think we want are actually limiting. And it's hard to believe that, right? It's hard to believe that you would want something that would limit yourself, but people do it all the time. All the time people set um, goals financially or goals success-wise that are actually far shorter than what they could achieve and do achieve when they allow themselves to. Mm. Yeah. So uh, by being detached. Now this one I get is hard. I get it because I'm one of those people who I commit, you know, I go all in and I want what I want. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure a lot of people can relate to that. I want what I want and I want it yesterday. I, I do. Right. And so I get, I understand the fear. The fear is if I detach from it, then I'm somehow telling the universe with I'm, I'm okay with how things are right now. And most likely, if you're sending out desire, you want more or better um, or you want something to change. 
And the fear around detachment is if I detach, then I'm saying it's okay, which means it might stay this way forever. Or if I'm and not focused on it constantly. Right. And the irony is that detachment creates the space for it to grow. It really does. There's no better way to do it. Um, and so part of that detachment, what you can do is just plant in the belief that it has to happen. There is no choice for it to happen. Now I can detach because I'm not worried. And, and the, best, um, the best metaphor I have for this is how you feel when you go to a restaurant. You go to a restaurant, you get the menu, you look at what you want, you tell the waiter what you want, and then he goes off to the kitchen and you wait. Now, for most people, <laughs> you go to the restaurant. You don't go into a panic when the waiter walks away with your order. You decided you're going to eat. You know what's going to happen. And so you can absolutely relax into the knowing that your the meal you ordered is coming or something comparable to that, right? It's usually around um, the time. That's where, you know, that's where the, the attachment comes in because people want it now or they want it yesterday. It's not happening quick enough. But if, it's, if you can get let go of the time, like I had to do that with Jack's actually, um, having had two miscarriages before him, I was really keen to have a baby boy. It was on my list. I was ready to go. Um, but I had to let go and just know that it was going to happen. It was going to happen at the perfect time. And funnily enough, the month that I wasn't paying close attention to my cycle and, and doing everything at the right time um, was when he decided to pop in because I wasn't focused on it. I knew it was going to happen at some point and right. uh, let it go. I let you it made go. Space energetically. Yes. Well, so with the metaphor of the restaurant, wouldn't it be, wouldn't you feel ridiculous to chase the waiter and be standing at the kitchen and be like, is it ready now? What about now? Are you going to make my food? Is it? Yeah, here's my know? order. Here's my order. Here's my order. Here's my order. Here's my order. We wouldn't, we don't do that. We don't go into, I mean, if we, and if somebody does, you know, that's, <laughs> there's some issues there, but, <laughs> and yet that's how we get when we are putting our manifestations out to the universe, especially the big ones that we feel are going to change our lives. Man, we do, uh, so many people have a hard time sitting back and letting that happen and deciding it's happening, mm. right? They, like, this is where we start. This is where we do a lot of work with people in the success circle membership, because that is the, the toughest point to get through there is that, you have, you have this idea of how it works, but when it gets into it, when it's in the thick of it mm. and you have to really trust, oh man, do you need other people then? That's where it gets you through that because there are a couple dark nights of the soul that you can't really get out of unless you've just mastered that. <laughs> and I bet there, there's a few people out there done it, but for the most part, it takes constant reminding that, nope, you're doing it. You did everything you can. It's yep. okay to let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Awesome. Right. If you've got any questions, feel free to, to message us on the page or message us in the Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneurs group uh, about any of this topic. We're happy to expand on it. We've covered quite a lot today and then some. So we'll, uh, shall we leave it there for the people? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, we go into this in much, much more detail in the Success Circle membership. We actually take you through step-by-step -step the process of manifesting starting you know <laughs> yes <laughs> he's like doing this i love it um so we take you through that process including getting clear on what you're asking for what it means to you um getting into the heart 
And that's kind of our, our zone of expertise right there is really getting you in contact with how heart language works, with how mm. the soul is talking to you. And tools to um, be able to detach. Yes. And the support to do it. Yeah. Because again, yes, you can do it on your own, but why? You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. And I'm telling you, nothing uh, is more uh, valuable to me than being able to be like freaking out, you know, come to my tribe and be like, I'm freaking out. And they're like, oh, this is your pattern. Remember? Is it, are you, is it because you think you can't? I'm like, yes. And they're like, uh-huh. You know, you're carrying that. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Now you, and then they're like, now you've got one day to complete your mission and it always works. Yeah. So with that, yes, we're going to open it up to questions here. Okay. We do have a question for those of you who are interested in finding out more about the success circle, just go to spirit, the number four success.com. And at yes. the top title is success circle membership. You can go and check that out. Okay. So let me, how do I get to see all of that? Oh, here we go. We have the scroll button. Hello. Okay. Can you read that or not? Uh, this is from Anna. Okay. Uh, we are literally drowning in the business since our relocation and not making ends meet. For all the reconstructing and rebuilding we've been doing, it's very hard to be making ourselves, our relationship, and health a priority when we are barely staying afloat. Are we doing something wrong or based on this topic? Um, but we just have to stick it out. I'm not stressing out, but I'm not happy either. I've cut all the costs I can, and I'm on a super strict budget. Um, well, you've got a lot of new things, right? And and I think we actually talked about this um, privately with just energetically what's going, where you're at. But with so many new things, that's a lot of like baby trees in the ground. And they're, you know, a baby tree isn't going to be producing fruit yet. It does produce fruit. So you have a business that's viable that will produce fruit. Um, transitions can suck. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's a lot of unknown variables here. However, I know you're working your ass off and this is temporary. And I think that part of what you just need to put out energetically is instead of this idea of I have to stick it out and I have to tough through this is this is a temporary and like really emphasize and stress the temporariness of this situation. It is old things are resolving. They're coming to an end. New things are blossoming and growing. And, um, yeah, I mean, this is one of those places where you're going to have to trust that what needs the, whichever wheel is squeaking the most can get the grease. Meaning that if it's your relationship, give it some grease, right? Like give it attention, take a step back and trust more in the business. Um, and then when that feels like it's got some resolution, focus on the next squeaky point. You know, it's going to have to rotate for a while. You used to have you were in a, an, um, an old pattern of flow. So you kind of knew how things were working and they kind of, you had the rhythm and it flowed together and that all changed when you move, which is natural. You can't avoid that. That's just going to happen. Um, but with all these new things, including, you know, just being married and such, everything, it's kind of like you've got a bunch of plates spinning right now. And, and again, the young trees keeps coming up for you, Anna. 
So just trusting that, Rach, if you want to put in some um, information yeah. on your end there. Yes. Um, so, and I know this too, because I've been doing a lot of, lot of busy work, which is all you know, really good stuff. Um, but we've also got to be careful not to let go of our other priorities either. So, you know, when we start to, to lose, you know, because that's what the balance is. It's, you know, you may not be able to spend as much time putting your health as a priority, but don't let it slip too far either. Um, otherwise, you'll, everything goes out of whack. You need your health and energy to be able to, to do the things you need to do. The other thing that came up for me as, as Therese was talking was you're doing a lot of the physical action, like a lot of marketing stuff, which is fantastic. Um, I would step up the energy work side of it to really boost in, to really start seeing you know, in energy all of these amazing clients just coming in, seeing your, your marketing material, booking in. So while you've had some of that stuff already happening, start going to the space in energy where you're getting 50 different bookings from that same funnel um, and all of this work paying off. And that's where we've got to spend, you know, and I've got to do it too, and I've started to do it more often now, is to spend that time and energy doing the work, then allow the physical actions to then be in correspondence to the, the energy work that you're doing. And then, like I said, if you don't have huge amounts of time to put the relationship first or do health stuff, find little places, little places where you can go for a walk, little places where you can take a break, little places where you can go and have a, a date at lunchtime, anything yeah. to keep those oh my God. Um, feeling good. Yeah. And you have to, I mean, you have to start seeing that as it's not taking a break and causing the cycle to stop. It's actually, it is going to um, solidify or ground the cycle, mm. right? Because if we are just working like a hamster in a wheel, just trying to make it work, we become very ungrounded and mm. that energy seeps into everything. It seeps into the relationship and into the business as well. Yeah. Uh, another thing I just heard for you was understand um, this this particular cycle of business growth is a slower cycle and you will have to redo things uh, a little bit like but this is not out of the ordinary especially around marketing uh, retargeting which is something I'm still you know we're just about to hear that word but retargeting which means that you have to take something test it put it out there bring it back tweak it a little bit throw it back out again um and it, it can be frustrating but it has a return it does have a return every time you get closer to the sweet spot it'll get easier um and if you're paying attention to like how people are responding to that you got to figure out okay what is it about this one that gets the response why do they like it um what's the feeling start asking you know and remember that the group is a resource group so you can drop in several images and be like which one speaks to you the most if you had it you know use us um, use the group as a way to bounce information off of you and get feedback too because it's a place where you can do it from you know just getting in there and getting us to uh, respond to you and give you specifics because this group of people are more likely to give you that specific response you're looking for or specific answers, if you will. Beautiful. Yeah, she's definitely going to ramp up the energetic stuff and bring in the relationship. Oh, into response. one other thing you'd said is you felt like it, like it was supposed to be magical, which means that you're actually the energetic of it is that you don't believe that it is. 
And I know that it is. I bet we've been with you through the biggest part of this journey, which was the start of this transition. So um, this is where you use that um, go quick life review process. Yeah. And you go backwards and you're like, wait, what happened before? And I didn't think that would happen and it did. And I didn't think I'd get that and I did. And you know what I mean? You, this is where I'm saying with the, the ROI is you need to look at what am I expecting the return to be? But what's actually showing up? And I am I acknowledging that? So that's part of that energetic work. Mm. Awesome. Thanks for that, Anna. All right. Do you want to check the uh, Facebook page? Yeah, group? we've our Facebook group has been pretty quiet today. I'm just going to put that out there again. You are so welcome. Um, to people who are watching us on Facebook, we can see you. So if you want to ask us a question, we've got a few more minutes. Uh, where we can take questions from anybody about anything, anything you'd like us to look at with our magical eyes. <laughs> we will do that. Exactly, our spidey senses. Um, and just kind of a side note, both Rach and I, and, and I've been guilty, I'm so guilty of this, I'm seeing it so much, but everyone's gone very internal, right? Like a there's a lot of internalizing. Um, the irony, the funny thing is, have you taken those personality tests that tell you if you're introvert or extrovert? What did you get? Or are you introvert or extrovert? Well, that's a I'm going to guess extrovert. Thing. I used to I'm, be an extrovert. I'm oh, really? middle of the line now. I, I am, I've I'm, always been middle. Mm -mm. No, I was always extrovert. Always. Really? Yep, I can see the last that. couple of years. Yeah, I know, same. I'm an introvert, introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. One of the two. Right. <laughs> It is a thing, it, but here's the interesting thing about it is that um, I've noticed that everyone, even the extroverts, are internalizing a bit. It seems mm. to take a little bit more effort right now to connect with other people. Um, and from an energetic, cosmic perspective, there's a lot of energy shifting. A lot of energy shifting. Yes, yes. The children, kids are a great example. Animals are a great example. Um, and yourself as well. So I've just noticed that people have been fairly quiet. They're there, but they're more like introspective. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. All right. I totally get it. Do you want to just briefly tell people about your upcoming school for spirit? Oh, yes. Throwing you <laughs> in the deep end? Because I know oh, you need to be talking about it. Jeez, yes. Because I was just, um, so Rach is studying with me in School for Spirit, which is our magical playground for all things uh, psychic and magical. All the woo. And all the woo. <laughs> and we are just about to launch into crystals. And so I was asking Rach, I'm like, if I could create a dream course for you around crystals, what would that look like? Um, <laughs> and she had a lot of ideas, which I, I love. A lot of ideas. Show me the power of crystals, how to really ramp up, you know, bringing in money and, and fun and happiness and all the goodies. How can I use crystals to do that? Tell me, tell right. me. So here's what I want to show you is that, A, you can play magic time with crystals, but here's the thing. Crystals really are truly powerful tools. They're high vibrational tools that change your own vibrational state and can assist you in so many different ways. So we're going to be talking about how you can use crystals to um, assist you with money, with romance, with career, with protection, 
There's probably a couple of other ways. I'm going to show you too. Beauty. Oh my gosh, I love using crystals for beauty. Is that vain? I don't know, but I love, I love the idea that you could have some crystals that are like make you even more gorgeous. <laughs> I'm sure you are not the only person who would like some of that. All right. So we're going to be going through all of that. We're going to play with it together and you're going to learn new ways to invite crystal energy into your life to enhance it in a lot of different ways. So if you would like to join us there, it's going to be starting, I want to say September, no, 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 September. September. Really <laughs> a ways away. No, November 28th or 29th. That's right there at the mm. end of November that we will be starting the crystal course and to participate, just go to spirit, the number four success.com right at the top of the menu bar. You'll see school for spirit and you'll be able to click on that and it'll take you into uh, the page that talks about all about how to join school for spirit. Um, but yeah, we're really excited. This is, this is where we get to really feel magic, magical. magical. Magic, magic, magic is good. All right. Okay. Well, let's wrap up. And for those of you who love our show, please do go and love us. Give us some love on iTunes. We are still hanging to be able to do our special app so we can give extra content, premium content through the app. And in order to do that, we need to get as many likes and some beautiful reviews as possible. So if you would like to spread the love, we'd love to see you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And the link is going to be at the bottom of this video. <laughs> that works for me all right well thank you so much for joining us it's always we love having you here man i feel like we need another like i was gonna say vagina podcast <laughs> maybe <laughs> we need some light happening i think that's what we're gonna bring you light guys time. Next. Light we're gonna time. go we're gonna find about some some new magic about a body part or something yeah. <laughs> let's do girl chat so if you got to, if anyone's got any topics that they want us to particularly go over next week by all means send them in I mean, we're not <laughs> that's right we won't limit you to just just business all right <laughs> until next time relax we got this bye bye thanks for listening to the show to learn more about Rachel and Therese and all of our awesome offerings go to spirit the number four success.com or find us on Facebook in fact why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group kick-ass and sparkly lady panures unite until next time relax we got this